It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. This Lockdown Podcast is brought to you by Home Chef. Now that the novelty of the new year has dwindled down, how are your resolutions coming? One of mine was to order less, take out, cook more at home. But I'll be honest, I haven't been consistent. That is until I found Home Chef. Home Chef provides fresh ingredients and chef-designed recipes conveniently delivered to your doorstep to simplify the cooking experience and without robbing you of the joy of putting a dish together yourself. I'm Pescatarian, and they cater to a variety of dietary needs. I had this super refreshing ginger sesame salmon, a beautiful trout dish, and a super comforting shrimp and vegetable orzo dish, all of which took me less than 30 minutes to put together. For a limited time right now, Home Chef is offering all of our listeners 18 free meals, plus free shipping on your first box, and Free dessert for life at homechef.com slash locked on. That's homechef.com slash locked on for 18 free meals and free dessert for life. Homechef.com slash locked on must be an active subscriber to receive free dessert. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position by position analysis of the upcoming NFL draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the draft dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. What's going on, friends? Welcome back to another edition of the Locked On Panthers podcast. Billy Rossetti back with you on the Thursday. Hope you guys are having yourselves a good week and are staying safe and staying healthy. Today's episode, of course, brought to you by our friends at Built Bar, the protein bar that tastes just like a candy bar. Go to BuiltBar.com and use the promo code Locked On to get $10 off your first order. Also brought to you by our friends at Rock Auto. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Visit rockauto.com and tell them Locked On sent to you. We're going to continue our flashbacks. We took a you know small break yesterday with kind of everything going on. Just wanted to make it short. We're going to jump back into our kind of flashback today with the 1996 Carolina Panthers. Uh, but two bits of news regarding the Panthers that we just need to touch on real quick before we get into that. The first revolves around Luke Kuechly. Uh, we mentioned, of course, that Luke Kuechly was officially placed on the reserved retired list on Tuesday. News coming out now on Wednesday that Luke Kuechly could now join the Panthers as a pro scout as a, uh, in a new front office role. Now, we've uh, we, we all know... The tremendous work habit, the discipline, you know, whatever term you want to use for Luke Kuechly when it came to his film study, his preparation, all that stuff. So that kind of mentality uh, would be perfect for a team like the Panthers uh, in their scouting department. And again, they're looking at looking at him as a pro scout, so that means he'd be looking at other NFL players. But still, I mean, the it's no different than him studying game film for his upcoming opponent he's just doing it more on a, a league-wide basis so it would be a tremendous fit It'd be a tremendous addition if they can get luke keekley onto the to the scouting staff and obviously 
you know, it would give the Panthers a, uh, or it would give Luke Keekley a chance to stick with the Panthers organization despite having to cut his career short because of the concussions and all that. So hopefully it works out. They are able to find a position for him. I imagine they eventually will. Um, again, just the, the discipline, uh, just the work ethic that he has would be, uh, he, he'd really be a fit for any team as a scout. Let's, let's be honest. Any, any team would be lucky to have him. Uh, so it's great that the Panthers are uh, offering him this opportunity. So that's the one piece of news. The other, of course, is a, a little bit of roster news, some minor roster news. Uh, and that's Seth DeValve, the tight end, was released on Wednesday uh, with a non-football injury designation. Uh, ESPN's Field Yates was reporting that. Um, the Panthers, of course, had just signed DeValve in March. And... He had previously spent three seasons with the Cleveland Browns and spent last season with the Jacksonville Jaguars. So he was set to come over to the Panthers. Probably was going to be in play for the number three tight end role behind Ian Thomas and Chris Manhurts. But now, of course, that will not be the case. This certainly increases the chances now of Cam Sutton, the undrafted free agent out of Fresno State, to make this roster. Uh, so again, just a minor, minor note there. Can't, or, you know... Certainly, we hope DeValve is healthy, but as far as roster news, that's just a little bit of news. Seth DeValve released with a non-football injury designation, and so it, um, like I said, it, it increases the chances that Cam Sutton makes the team, and uh, it obviously, for, we, we knew Thomas and Manhurts are locks for this roster, or pretty much locks for this roster. Uh, it's just a battle, or a matter of who's going to win that number three job, and Right now, again, Cam Sutton could very well be uh, the favorite there. So we'll see what happens. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Uh, so before we get into the 1996 flashback, of course, uh, shout out to our friends over at BuiltBar.com. The protein bar that tastes just like a candy bar. So the best tasting protein bar ever. They are tasty. They have 16 amazing flavors, and they are covered in 100% chocolate, soft and easy to chew, and of course, you get the uh, the health benefits of being low-calorie, low-sugar, high-protein, high-fiber. Uh, for example, the peanut butter brownie, 20 grams of protein, 170 calories, 3 grams of sugar, 3 grams of net carbs. So you get the uh, the, the health benefits of eating a protein bar and a and the deliciousness of eating a candy bar all in one. And again, if you want to try this yourself, you just got to go to BuiltBar.com, use our promo code LOCKEDON, and you get $10 off your first order. So again, BuiltBar.com, promo code LOCKEDON gets you $10 off your first order. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. 
Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. So as we turn back the clock now to 1996. The second year of existence for the Carolina Panthers as they were coming off a 7-9 record in 1995, a season, of course, we talked about on Monday. And again, we talked, of course, we talked about the, the, the historic moments that the Panthers had in that 95 season. Most wins by a franchise team, uh, first franchise team to beat a defending Super Bowl champion, among other things. So they're building off that 7-9 record. Dom Capers is back for his second season as uh, head coach of the Panthers, Bill Polian, second season as GM. And the Panthers, as we know, would become uh, the, the Cinderella, as it were, of the 1996 season. Uh, we'll start in the offseason with some of the notable uh, free agent additions and subtractions that they had here. Um, the biggest, uh, one of the big names here, they added to the quarterback room, bringing in Steve Berline from the uh, Jaguars. Uh, they also signed linebacker Dwayne Bickett from the Seahawks, cornerback Eric Davis from the 49ers, linebacker Kevin Green from the Steelers, tackle Greg Skrapanek of Oakland, and then a player that we now know as one of the greatest Panthers of all time has his name on the Panthers Hall of Honor, and that is tight end Wesley Walls. This, was, this of course, was the season that Walls came over in free agency from the New Orleans Saints. Uh, some of the main guys that they lost in free agency, running back Derek Moore, went to Detroit. DN Sean Price signed with the Bills. Quarterback Frank Reich signed with the New York Jets. And cornerback Rod Smith headed to Minnesota. The 96 draft was the one that saw the Panthers take Tim Biakabutuka with the 8th overall pick. The running back out of Michigan who would go on to play 6 seasons. And then their 2nd round pick... Turned out to be yet another classic name in Panthers history. That, of course, was Moosin Muhammad, the wide receiver out of Michigan State, who they took 43rd overall in this draft. Then in the third round, they had a pair of picks. First was New Mexico running back Winslow Oliver at number 73 overall. And then at number 88 overall, they went with Virginia Tech defensive tackle J.C. Price. Two picks in the fourth round at number 104 overall. They took USC offensive tackle Norberto David Garrido. And at number 111 overall, East Carolina cornerback uh, Emmanuel McDaniel. Sixth round, pick 193. Um, or excuse me, I skipped the fifth round. 142 overall, Central Florida running back Marquette Smith. And then in the sixth round, they took their fourth running back of the draft, Michigan State's Scott Green. And then in the seventh round, at 217, they took Southern wide receiver Donnell Baker. And then at 234, Colorado defensive end Kerry Hicks. All but Price, Smith, Baker, and Hicks wound up making the Panthers roster that year. And of course, Musa Muhammad would become a Pro Bowl player. 
The regular season started on September 1st with a home battle with the Atlanta Falcons. And they had no trouble in that one, beating the Falcons 29-6 to jump off to a 1-0 start. Then they headed to the Superdome to take on the Saints in Week 2 and came away with the victory there, 22-20. to Then in Week 3, they had their bye. We talked uh, the other day uh, with one of the seasons having a bye in Week 3. So the Panthers seem to have a history of early bye weeks. Uh, but then they bounced back in Week 4 with a 23-7 victory over the San Francisco 49ers. That put the Panthers at 3-0. Then in Week 5, it was their first uh, first regular season battle against the Jacksonville Jaguars. And it was the Jaguars that came away with the victory there, 24-14. Uh, week 6... They took down the Minnesota, or they lost to the Minnesota Vikings, fourteen to twelve. But then they uh, got back on their winning ways, Week Seven, with a forty-five thirteen drubbing of the St. Louis Rams in Week Seven. That put them at four and two, and then they got to five and two, completing the season sweep of the Saints, nineteen to seven. Then another two-game losing streak, weeks 9 and 10. They lost at Philadelphia 20-9 and then at Atlanta 20-17. So they were 5-4 going into a week, week 11 matchup with the uh, in, a, in a week 11 Sunday night battle with the New York Giants, which they won 27-17. That put them at 6-4 and four as they would... Uh, as that Week 10 loss, of course, became the last game they would lose as they went on a seven-game winning streak to end the season. Because then Week 12, they won at St. Louis 20-10. Week 13 at Houston 31-6. Week 14 winning against the Buccaneers, shutting them out actually 24 to nothing. Week 15, they knocked off the 49ers 30-24. Week 16 defeated the Ravens 27-16 and then closed the regular season in Week 17 with an 18-14 victory over the Pittsburgh Steelers. And so that gave the Panthers a 12-4 record and their first, divi uh, first division title, of course, in franchise history. They actually tied with the 49ers, who also finished 12-4, but of course, the Panthers swept the 49ers in the regular season, giving them the division title. Uh, the rest of the division standings, the Rams finished at 6-10, the Falcons were 3-13, and, and the Saints were 3-13. So that put the Panthers in the, in the playoffs as the number two seed, as the number one seed that year, of course, were the Green Bay Packers. Winners of the NFC Central. It was the Packers as the one seed. The Panthers as the two seed. The Cowboys as the three. Those were the three division winners. And then the wild cards were the 49ers, the Eagles, and the Vikings. On the AFC side, Broncos were the top seed winning the West. Patriots won the East in the number two seed. And the Steelers won the Central Division and the number three seed. The wild cards were the Bills, the Jaguars, and the Colts. So the Panthers... In just their second season of existence, win 12 games 
and earn a first-round buy in the NFC playoffs. Wildcard games that weekend or that season were the Cowboys against the Vikings and the 49ers against the Eagles. It was the Cowboys knocking off the Vikings 40 to 15 and the 49ers shutting out the Eagles 14 nothing. So that set up Dallas at Carolina, San Francisco at Green Bay divisional weekend. And that weekend started with Green Bay's 35-14 win over San Francisco. So Dallas and Carolina knew that the winner of that game would travel to Green Bay to take on the Packers for the NFC Championship. And as we touched on on the previous episode, you can now watch this full game on the Panthers' website, reliving history for the Panthers, as this, of course, was their very first playoff victory in franchise history. Panthers 26, Cowboys 17. Uh, Scoring actually started with a Dallas field goal to put them up 3-0, but then Wesley Wall scored the first touchdown in Panthers history. A one-yard pass from Kerry Collins. Panthers went up 7-3 after the first quarter. Then in the second quarter, uh, another another Carolina Panthers uh, touchdown pass. Collins 10 yards to Green. And then Johnston, or excuse me, excuse me, Carolina opened the, the second second quarter scoring with the uh, Kerry Collins 10-yard pass to put them up 14-3. And then uh, Troy Aikman, a two-yard pass to Daryl Johnston. But then they went for two and missed. So Carolina was up 14-9. to nine. Uh, But then Carolina had a bad snap later in the second quarter out of the end zone. That gave Dallas a safety. 14-11, to 11, Carolina was up, and then a 24-yard field goal from John Casey gave the Panthers a 17-11 to 11 lead at halftime. Then a pair of field goals from both teams in the third quarter had Carolina up 20-14 to 14 after the third, and then they traded field goals in the fourth quarter as John Casey's 32-yard field goal late in the fourth quarter helped seal the victory 26 26- to 17 as the Panthers held Troy Aikman to just 165 yards passing and th- picked him off three times en route to their en route to this victory. So the Panthers in just their second win or their second season of existence were on their way to the NFC Championship game where they headed to the frozen tundra of Lambeau Field. It was Sunday January 12th, 1997. It was an early start back in the days when you had a 12.30 p.m. kickoff on a conference championship Sunday, which, of course, you don't have anymore. And it was a brisk 8 degrees up at Lambeau Field. And Panthers actually got off, uh, got the scoring right off the bat with the in the first quarter with a three-yard pass from Collins to Griffith, putting the Panthers up 7-0. Uh, but then the Panther or the Packers kind of took a little bit of control, scoring two touchdowns in the second quarter. One, uh, two touchdown passes from Brett Favre, one to Dorsey Levins, one to Antonio Freeman, while the Panthers added just a field goal, and the Packers added another field goal late in the second quarter. So the Packers are up 17-10, to uh, going into halftime, and then wound up outscoring the Panthers 
uh, 13-3 to in the second half as the Panthers, or Panthers offense was shut down in the second half. The Packers won the NFC title 30-13 to and then, of course, went on to win Super Bowl 31, defeating the New England Patriots 35-21 to in New Orleans. But, again, another, you know, just a, a great season. Dom Capers was named uh, NFC Coach of the Year and was the Associated Press, uh, the Associated Press's NFL Coach of the Year. Um, obviously a, a tremendous turnaround. I mean, to take a franchise team, a, a team that's only in their second year of existence, and you win seven games in your first year as a franchise and then 12 games as a franchise in your second season. I mean, it's obviously rare you see fran- uh, expansion teams have this much success very early uh, in their in their franchise history. I mean, really the only other team that comes to mind that was this good this quick, and I mean, ar- arguably better early on, was the Vegas Golden Knights, who of course made it all the way to the Stanley Cup Final in their first year of existence, and even winning a game in the Stanley Cup Final. And here they are in just their third year of existence and could very well make the Stanley Cup Final again if and when the NHL resumes. But other than that, I mean, like I said, you don't see too many expansion teams with this this much success in their first two seasons like the Carolina Panthers did. So we always have that going, or the franchise always has that going for them. First of what has become, of course, uh, a handful of appearances uh, in the NFC title game now for the Panthers. And, uh, you know, they fell short of the Super Bowl. But, uh, again, for a second-year franchise team, you know, there was no shame in losing to, of course, the gunslinging offense of Brett Favre and the Green Bay Packers. But a tremendous year. Good to look back, even, you know, just quickly. And, again, you can sit back and watch the divisional playoff against the Cowboys uh, on the Panthers' website if, if you want to do so. They just uploaded that, as well as the 2003 divisional playoff that we touched on the other day, uh, the Panthers' double overtime win over the St. Louis Rams. So that's that's kind of the history look back. We come back to 2020, and uh, you know we'll try to pick out some more... Uh, Seasons maybe to flash back to. Maybe we'll look at the 2005 season, another year that the Panthers made it to the NFC title game before falling short. But that's the look back at 1996, the 12-4 division title, second year of existence for the Carolina Panthers. So with that, um, I think it's a good place to stop. Uh, Again, shout out to our friends at BuiltBar.com for sponsoring the show, as well as our friends at rockauto.com where we uh, where rockauto.com is a family business serving auto parts uh, serving auto part customers online for 20 years and you can go to rockauto.com to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers they have everything from engine control modules and brake parts to tail lamps motor oil even new carpet Whether it's for your classic or daily driver, get everything you need in a few easy clicks delivered directly to your door. Uh, The catalog is unique and very easy to navigate. Uh, You can choose your vehicle, choose the brands, the specifications, prices, 
all of that right available at the at the tips of your fingers and so just go to rockauto.com right now see all the parts available for your car or truck and write locked on in there how did you hear about us box so that we know or that they know that we sent you amazing selection reliably low prices all the parts your car will ever need rockauto.com so with that, I'm going to get out of here. Thanks so much for tuning in. Uh, appreciate you guys, all the supports, and uh, stay safe, everybody. Hope you guys have a great rest of your Thursday, and we'll see you next time right here on LOP. Until then, take care, my friends. We'll see you soon. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.